Good morning, Buttercups. So, yes, I'm sleeping in. <laughs> um, starting my day off a little bit later. But two things. So, um, just finished watching Monet's Money on YouTube. Definitely go check her out. She just uploaded um, her side income cash envelope stuffing, sinking funds. Um, I'm obsessed. I'm going to keep mentioning different people that do cash stuffing stuff. Um, I am doing something but similar and I'm actually using an app which makes a little bit more, you know, I think given that we're in 2022 it kind of it kind of makes a little bit more sense, but it's the same system, it's just digital. And um the other thing too is I like to make sure I have my money kind of in a place where it's earning income until those things become due. So there's that, but totally good idea. Um, it's very simple. I don't know. It's satisfying to just watch people count money. Uh, yesterday, I was listening to a song on the way to, to where I was going, and uh, the song by Kanye came on, and he was saying, you know, you get to the point where you count your money slowly, and it's been cool to kind of, um, I, I've kind of shared with you what it's like to have 10000 like a stack, and Anytime you're going somewhere um, and dealing with these people, yeah, they take their time and they count it. And I remember um, when I used to rent, I used to uh, have two renters and one of them, she came more from like an affluent lifestyle. Her dad was a business owner. She was from Canada, but she she's um, <clears throat> like upper crust type of people. And so she was renting for me because my house was close to the to one of the universities there and so um it was so fascinating to hear her talk about how you know you have to go to the back room and they take their time and count stuff so it was funny because I remember when she used to pay me rent she would take her time and I'd be like no, no this is, she's like no you don't understand this is what we do we take our time and we we count through our stuff and so um probably going into tmi it's just rambling it just is it's probably like more lifestyle but i remember one of the last transactions i did it was like a couple weeks ago and i mean they count that thing twice and they make sure a supervisor comes and they're just counting down to the dollar bill it's it's no it's nothing to be played with um at that point but it's just satisfying i think when you get to that point where you're just seeing all the the money it's right up there with me like watching um here stuff but anyways <clears throat> for those of you who um listened to the oracle reading that i did last night one of the cards that came out was you are changing at a cellular level um and you may have noticed that you are going through um just even like even the things that you used to crave have changed um in terms of even what you're consuming, not only physically for food, but the the content that you listen to, your views might have changed. Um, and so you're finding yourself adapting. So this is really cool. One of my favorite YouTubers that I like to listen to also is Fascinating TV. I will just kind of tap in, you know, when when I feel something resonates with me. But he he it's a man's voice that does the it's an automated voice. <clears throat> But um, maybe if it's not automated, like he sounds kind of digital or robotic, but hey, now that I think about it, um, but 
he didn't upload. Let me go back. So I'm I'm done watching Monet. Um, money, Monet's money, and it is called um, signs you have uploaded to the Merkaba light frequency. Oh, and he's actually live right now. So let me go down just a little bit. So seven symptoms of light body activation. Um, seven signs of Merkaba activation. You might want to check that out. So if that if that part resonated with you from last night's message definitely check that out and another cool thing I wanted to just talk with you guys about because I, I give stories and bits and pieces but I had mentioned somebody that I had met and um, he does the landscaping for Beverly Hills um, he's an architect he did go to school for it he told me about how he went to Hawaii and um, ended up taking a job there and then got to the point where he's taken on employees and now, you know, um, he's been in the business for 14 years. But um, ask him some questions. And one of the things I picked up on was, you know, I said, how did you come into this? And he said, you know, I came into this around the age of 23. And I just want to remind, especially my young people, it can feel a little bit frustrating for you um around that that age because that's around the time of your solar return if i'm not mistaken it's around the age of 25 and then that's when your life will change and pick up and take off i i remember for me it's like um i remember at 28 like that is a very important year for me um that's when i started to feel like i'm a woman like you know all the ducks are, are in place. Everything I've done has fallen into place and starting to see the results of my efforts. So just wanted to remind you, you know, it's okay. It almost can feel like a complete opposite shift or change. So it's okay to go through different activations and to go through changes um, through your body. Like even I think I've done a podcast on this before where you're... Um, your taste buds change every, it could be every seven years, your bones and your skin and your tissue and everything regenerates. And so sometimes, you know, even when you think about, um, let's just talk about like, even with breakups and stuff like that, I, like I said, I've always banked on and counted on that in time, <laughs> I'm going to be just so completely new and it's going to be so far removed from me that it it's not even going to matter. But part of it is because I know that we change at a cellular level. Why is it important that we um, understand changing at a cellular level? Um, I have mentioned this way, way, way back. But you even have to be careful at uh, your energy when you're eating something. Because um, when you release the weight, like let's say uh, if you eat a lot of comfort foods and you put on weight because of depression, maybe you lost a job or, you know, same thing, breakup or family issues. When you lose that weight, your body releases the, the chemicals of whatever it is that you were at that time. And that's why a lot of people will kind of feel um, like this energy out of nowhere when they're losing weight. Yes, you're releasing a lot of things, but you kind of get hit with the psychosis of, of all the things that you were dealing with back then when you put on the weight. And so 
don't take it for granted that, you know, when when you listen to frequency music or um, keeping in mind that our bodies are water, right? So a lot of you do like the quantum physics, um, water stuff. It's been a while since I've done that, but considering I'm in a lot of water lately, I need to get back to that. But um, I used to actually, this is a good reminder. Um, when I used to do my 10,000 steps a day, every time I would go refresh for water, I would do my affirmations, right? And you're programming your body, right? Your your body holds on to memory. Your heart is actually been shown to be a brain of sorts. It has memory, right? Um, and so when you're activating, reactivating, you're letting go of old things and you're putting in new um, ways of thinking, new ways of approaching things, lighter frequencies. But this is super cool. I'm probably getting a little bit nerdy on you here, but it's super cool because not only are you noticing that you're not fitting into old ways of doing things anymore, but you're also open to new things. You're seeing like a whole new world, right? Um, uh, things that you, you know, it's like even driving down the road, there's things you see differently. Like I remember driving down the road with my niece and one day I just saw these huge sunflowers. They've always been there, but you just start to see, you know, different things and different people and you're emitting different frequencies. So yeah, just go check that out. Um, is there anything else I wanted to talk about? I thought that was so cool how there's that affirmation. This happens with me. I hope that as you start to develop your intuition and pay attention to your downloads on your spiritual journey, you know, when you feel like you're going to second guess yourself, you're you're going to get the downloads, right? Sometimes it can feel a little bit weird because the language and the way that we speak is a little bit different than other people. But um, yeah, pull the Oracle cards last night. Um, affirmation, you're changing it at, at a cellular level. In fact, did I shuffle the cards? Let me just reach out right here in bed real quick and see if I put them on top. But the cards that came out, I'm trying to do this with one hand. For the numerology deck, whoops, what did we click on here? Oh, it's the DNA healing activation. Yeah, let me just see if they're still on top. Yeah, um, the cards that came out, yeah, these were the ones that came out last night, um, were spirituality, which was 77, which was reminding us about synchronicity, right? If you're seeing the synchronicity, at this point, I've been on the journey for so long that I know what the numbers mean. And there's an affirmation. And sometimes I like to just go back in on my cell phone and just pull up the number again and just tap into that energy. Second, the other card that came out was, yeah, it was 87 synchronicity. And then we got 77 spirituality, right? Um, the card that came out was 85, follow your dreams. All right. And then um, I thought it was so pretty, this card number 13, effort bright yellow right um and then below that was moderation below that is rebirth financial discipline so we were talking this morning about um checking out monet's money um and using like cash envelopes or digital cash envelopes to manage your finances 
um, managing your currency. 855, there's another synchronistic number. Adventure, the number one, new beginnings. Number two, patience. Number three, bright yellow card again, creativity. Number four, perseverance. Five, change. And it's funny, I shuffle these, but you see the sequences going up. Self-discipline coming in again. <clears throat> 44, another... Um, like master number, environment. All right, so just wanted to check in with you this morning. I decided I'm going to just um, lounge a little bit. And, you know, one thing, I'm going to go ahead and mention it here, too. I've been kind of talking a little bit about how it can feel a little bit discouraging when people take, you know, your charity for granted. Um, ungrateful to hear other people talk about their journeys and I have my favorite uh, tarot readers that I listen to and um, how they handle those type of things. But one of the songs that, that came up when I was listening to it, I was driving home and I got stuck in traffic. What should have been a 20 minute drive was a two hour drive. But I got to listen to a lot of songs I have on my playlist. And one of them that came up was a song by Jill Scott. And it was Hate On Me. Uh, it's called Hate On Me. And in there, she says, you know, if I gave you the moon, would you still be miserable? And she says, if I gave you the like the gems out of my own womb, you'd still be mad at me. Right. Like it's like no matter how much you give people, it's just never enough. They're not charitable. Um, they don't understand the significance of charity. And sometimes it can be discouraging. And I know that that song came out right around the time I was at a job where pouring my all into it, I do get satisfaction from working with other people and giving back and accomplishing things. And I'm self, I'm very self-driven. So every, every go around, I'm trying to do things better and streamline things. And it was to the point, like even when I left my job, cause I was at the same institution for um, several years, um, even though I left that position, um, they were still using a lot of the same templates, the same registration, everything I had set up, um, even though they had several other people come in after it was a high, after I left, they had a high rotation on that job, but it just started to feel like, you know, I'm giving my all, I'm giving the best that I can. And it's just never enough. Right. But um, what I wanted to share with you was just even with with I'm going to say it with my fur baby, it's one of the best experiences I've ever had. You know, when you come home, it's true. They're always so happy to see you. They can hear the car coming home. And, you know, um, he, my little one, he's such a gentle little one. And remember getting him as a puppy. He loves his food. He was a chunky little puppy, and I remember um, I actually got him because the one of my coworkers, his daughters had snuck him home and had him in the bathroom, and they were just feeding him so he wasn't getting exercise, but um, they're Jamaican, so I know he was getting all kinds of food, right? And 
um chunky like literally you just see paws and he was a fur ball like he couldn't even sit because that's how round he was like i'm trying to tell you how much he loves his food and it's to the point now where if i even say it right now um he'll hear me and he'll think he's gonna get a snack right if i say like bruno you want a snack his ears will pop up like one time he was sleeping and i said um i felt so bad but I just said, I was like, Bruno, do you want a snack? And his head popped up so quick and his eyes got so big. It was so funny. Um, so then he'll just go over to the to the door to get me, right? But even like dogs know how to show appreciation, right? Um, he did it yesterday, he did it again this morning, and it just wanted I just wanted to share. It's like I think that we need to revisit maybe even at individual levels. Who are we giving money to? I still do believe we should give money and time and love and energy. But I feel like um, we're at a point where you have to recognize if you're just giving into a black hole or void, like let's just eliminate it and redirect that focus to where it needs to be. Because when I was talking about how Beyonce was giving like millions of dollars and you always hear people complaining about it should have gone here. It should have gone there. She just, you know, she could have done it better. Da, 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 da. And it's like, I've been in that situation. I've shared that be- with you before where I know what it's like to give. And um, because I was talking about, this was maybe like three years ago, the little girls that I had gotten the stuff for, I wasn't the only one that gave money. They also got gift cards for, um, I do believe for Target. So not only did I shop at Target, they each got gift cards to with money on it to go shopping at um at Target to get whatever they wanted. I, I do believe it was a hundred dollars each on top of what I had given them. Plus they got um each got a bag of toys because the way that they do it is um the the church will donate either collections and or they work with the firefighters. The firefighters collect the toys and then they get split up by age brackets. And then if they're more likely like teens, then they'll get like a a gift card and or if there's enough digital toys or stuff like that, then they'll get that. So not only did I put 300, they each got a $100 gift card They and they also got age appropriate toys. And it was just still kind of like not ever enough, you know. Um, but with that being said, um, I was at the Christmas party and one of the things, like I I mentioned, I'm not, I don't consider myself to be Christian anymore. I don't celebrate Christmas, but there is something beautiful to be said about watching a child of like, uh, some of them would just take their bag and go home, but some of them stayed back and we had a Christmas tree and we had cookies and hot chocolate and watching them open their toys is there's nothing above that. So I understand when some people say, well, you know, it's a child, you should get them a toy. I, I get it. You know, um, I'm just maybe not like the best person for that. I probably um, unless and like I'm good with like older people because they will kind of tell you like I want this or that. Um, and then it's like, cool, just buy it you know, not a problem. 
But the teenage, and I've mentioned this before, like I used to be in a youth leader group and I had my kids, like they're my little ones. I call them my little ones. Um, they, uh, I had them from like the ages of like six all the way up until 12, but like 13, that was my last year I tapped out. I was, I was with them, but, and it's not that they're bad kids. I just, I can't speak their language. I can't do it. <laughs> um, you know, um, but, but still those are my babies. I babysat a lot of them. My first job was also, oh my goodness. Wait a minute. I think I missed the funeral. You guys, Oof. um, from kindergarten. In fact, one of them, she just recently passed away. I think she had cancer or something and she was fighting it for several years. Um, uh, if it's not this Thursday, it's next Thursday. I need to double check. Um, I should have put it in my calendar. Oof. But um, one of the things I said was, you know, at the end of the day, you get to that point in your spirituality where you know you have to do the right thing. And you understand that people are not going to agree with how you give or the way you divine or the way you um, do spiritual stuff. So... Um, it's just a rebalancing for me. I feel like, you know, I'm still going to give, get better at it. Um, learn to tap in because, you know, you, you want to make people happy, but not to the point where it's not appreciated. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's why people like Beyonce still continue to give, right? Because while we're sitting here on the sidelines and we're like, why did she give them that money? Why did she give them that much? Why didn't she give more? Why didn't she give to this? Why didn't she? Listen, let me tell you, I really do hope that there are however many people she reached. I really do hope that they were grateful, you know, for that amount, because guess who doesn't have a million or $10 million? I sure don't. <laughs> I sure don't. But I want to believe that it's going to make a positive impact, you know, especially with that amount of money. All right. I sure hope that it, it makes a um, that it's not taken for granted. I think that let me just close out with this, you know, um, we're taking on new cellular levels. We're getting more enlightened. We're taking on more light codes. Um, dealing with lighter energy, which I really absolutely embrace because I've mentioned before with Scorpio, we deal with some deep, dark, <laughs> murky stuff, right? Whether you want to or not. Dealing with a lot of um, Phoenix and rising from the ashes and and a lot of miserable energy. Um, but taking on the light codes allows you to be, you know, uh, maybe pay attention moving forward. Are you laughing more? Are you drinking more water? Are you more lighthearted? Are you around more people? I couldn't tell you, like, it's kind of weird, but in a good way. And, but I think part of it has to do, like, I've been wearing my hair more natural too, um, which, which speaks volumes too, but, um, a lot more compliments. I'll just be walking down the street and I'll just be getting like, oh, this is da 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 da. Oh, you're like a model. Da, da, da. Whatever. Okay, it's, it's cool. But it's like, I'm at a lighter frequency, but I'm attracting people who are at a lighter frequency. So I really hope that that's something that's um, coming through for you. I want to say with us embodying lighter frequencies, please, you guys, let's take on a spirit of gratitude and appreciation and Trust me, it's going to help you to manifest even more. 
gratitude is such an important um, process of manifesting wealth, right? Um, Practice having gratitude for the roof over your head, for the food that you're able to eat. I, you know, it's kind of almost a disconnect because um, another podcast I talked about, like sometimes it can feel like we're in hell because of all the chaos that's going on around us. But I've also heard from different people how it's one of those things where you can be on the same plane as other people, but you are experiencing life differently because of the frequency that you're on. And so, you know, sometimes I'll see in my timeline because of the content creators that I follow, they're saying like, oh, there's food deserts and um, there's fear of, of food. And it's like, I haven't experienced that. I can go to the store and get whatever I want. I can go to any restaurant that I want that have been around for years that I still get the same items that I love, you know. And so just practice being grateful for that. Now, what is not cool is these gas prices. I was driving the other day. Y'all know I love to drive. It's a happy place for me. I'm like, how did we go from gas prices being five something to six and seven dollars? What the heck? But at the same time, you know, grateful for transportation. It's to the point where if I'm switching out cars, you know, I have to remember certain things and I could complain about it or I can be like, wow, I'm blessed. I can choose if I want to drive this car, if I want to drive that car, um, you know, and <clears throat> and those type of things. So I just want to encourage you to take a spirit of gratitude like Damn it. What is it? God damn it. Dog nabbit. Oh, that's the word. Dog nabbit. Because <laughs> I was talking about my dog. Dog nabbit. Like, even the dogs know how to show gratitude. You know, um, so cute. But he, yesterday, when I, I put the, I put a, a, a dog bone in his, in his, um, plate. And so I had it by his bed. And so I, um, I was walking back into the house and I heard the little, like, pitter patter of his feet so I turn around and he's following me with his dog bone and stuff and he comes and he just wants me to pet him before I go in the house and he's starting to drool because it's like he really loves his food but it's like he just still is grateful still wants and wagging his little tail and then this morning I did the same thing too I put the little dog snack on with his food and he still comes behind me, wants to get petted. So I'm like, they're just petting him, you know. And then as soon as I'm done, he takes off running to get his snack. And I'm like, he really, really wanted that snack. But it's like, still wanted to come, still wagging his tail, still showing appreciation. And, you know, I think that we might take for granted, you know, when we talk about divine source, um, you know... If if you want to believe it's an entity and it has feelings, a lot of us are familiar with um, the idea that God is the ocean and we are the droplets of water in that ocean. And um, God chose us to experience things. And so um, for each of those molecules, it's kind of like show appreciation. You know, um, I've thought about what it would take to put a smile on God's face, right? Growing up in the church. What are things that would make him feel happy? And there's even like, I think the story about the the one leper that came back. Like, 
I think he was just, I, it was supposed to be a parable. He was using story time to kind of just tell y'all, like, y'all are getting funky. Like, y'all have straight up leprosy in your finances, leprosy in your health, leprosy in your relationships. And you come to me and I cure you and I restore you to baby soft skin. And only one of you can come back and say, thank you. Like, I've changed your life. I've transformed your life out of 10 of you, you know. Understanding how deep and dark things can be and you're dealing with an energy that loves to give, that loves to provide, that is has your best interest in at heart and at mind, you know, and um, just just practice this attitude of gratitude. Golly. So I spent 28 minutes with you guys on a Saturday morning. Um I do need to study more about Saturn and the Saturday energy because um, I think it's, it's going to help me have a better conversation with you if I ever do more of these Saturday morning stuff. It's almost 10 o'clock and it's almost time for me to, to head out. I'm going to go to my water aerobics class. I absolutely love them. I've been pushing myself. Um, I'm starting to see the results. It's one of those things sometimes you'll catch yourself in the mirror and um, one of my favorite muscles on myself, but also on my divine masculines is like when you have your the back of your arm and you have that that muscle that kind of like there's a muscle back there that kind of sticks out when you um, do like a downward. Uh, I can't explain it, but it kind of um, it's behind your arm and it kind of sticks out like. If you have it, then you know what I'm talking about. I know my, it it shows up more in divine masculines, um, but um, yeah, I was walking the other day and I saw it like there, and I'm like, oh yeah, starting to get my muscles in. I mean, I look at obviously in the mirror, but sometimes when you're at a different angle or not, you're just looking at your face or that type of thing. So I I got to see that, but um, and then. So, yeah, I'm, I, I can notice a difference when I'm working out. Not that you guys at this point care too much, but I'm definitely pushing myself to, to, you know, push harder. And it's really cool, like, for those of you who are um, looking for fun ways to just stay active. You know, I went from doing 10,000 steps a day to now I'm doing a lot of water aerobics. I take the classes back to back. And um, I'm also... Um, trying to get myself to do like the, I think is it, it's not a squat. It's called a something pose, but where you, um, where you're kind of just resting with your feet planted. It is a little bit difficult because I am a tall person. So my, my, um, angles are a little bit off, but because I have the buoyancy of the water, I'm still tr- stretching myself the most I can working on my flexibility Another cool um, thing that you might want to consider for the rest of this year is actually, um, who was it that was talking about it? Oh, it was on um, Instagram. I haven't been on Instagram for a minute, but I don't remember the name of her channel or her uh, Instagram, but she does um, really intense like readings and she uses like the ace cards. I forget what they're like spade cards. And she said that um, 2022 is a six year and six has to do with dance, right? It has to do with dance. And um, 
uh, that's why I, I think some of you may remember I mentioned that I've been gravitating to people who um, who do dance. And actually, one of the ladies I started to follow on Facebook, if I remembered her name or if I um, see her again, I'll mention it so you can follow her. She lost like maybe 20 pounds just dancing. And y'all, she has an amazing body, let me tell you. But she just started dancing. And um, and because I followed her on Facebook, I started to get more people um, in my algorithm that are dance into dancing. And I've mentioned before, I've always wanted to learn how to just dance for the fun of it. Um, but that's another way for you to be active. And it's as easy as, you know, um, if you type in dance videos on um, YouTube, you'll find them. Um, and just starting to emulate them. Just put on your music and just start to dance, right? But but right now, the season I'm in, I'm trying to leverage the water aerobics. And the other cool thing I was going to say, too, is one of the instructors, she has us, like, walk back and forth in the pool um, for the to, to warm up. And you take for granted how, you know, um, some things are easier underwater. Like, you could do this blitz underwater and jump up like a cheerleader underwater but when you're trying to walk and run against the water you start to feel that resistance and so it's on you to try to push yourself to go faster and faster I know a lot of athletes like to train underwater um, also because it's easier on their on their joints um, definitely helps them with strength training and um, and yeah but anyways so yeah, it's almost 10 o'clock. So let me go put my swimsuit on and um, I will be doing that. Definitely come back, get something fun to eat. And then um, who knows? Well, I'm supposed to go out later tonight. So um, we'll see. I mean, I'm I'm recording from my phone, so it, it's not going to stop me from, you know, hopping on if I see something or want to share something with you. But, um, yeah, that's it. All right. Love you. Bye. <laughs>